From the nation's capital to the Sunshine State. It's compelling. The high plains of Kansas and the northeast corner of the land of enchantment. It's Friday. The land of EWTN all across the Lone Star State. It's GRN Alive. Bringing you faith, fun, and facts. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Join us on the show. Call 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. Good morning and welcome to GRN Alive. It's GRN Alive time Friday morning and it is, let's see, September 4th. 2020, 22nd week in ordinary time. It's Friday. It's great to be alive. We're getting some uh, much needed rain here in North Texas the last few days after a very, very dry summer. So praise God for that. Good to have you with us. Uh, we are, you know, we kind of go back and forth between having a lot of guests and then some shows we don't have any guests officially. We've got a lot of people in studio and we always rely on you to uh, call in and jump in. We got some very interesting topics that we'll be talking about today. So by all means, call up and let's hear from from you and uh, let's hear what's on your mind this morning. 877-757-9424 is the phone number. 877-757-9424. My name is Dave Palmer, host of the Friday GRN Alive and uh, filled in studio with a bunch of uh, really interesting and wonderful people, including Dr. Chris Malloy from the University of Dallas, professor of theology and all around a bright theologian. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Good to be here. Yeah. How's school going? You guys been in session a couple weeks now? It's going well. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it's been three weeks. I oh, said. Three Two before okay. we began, but you know, it's been three weeks. It's been good, and uh, it's great to be in person. I yeah. have to say, behind a mask, so we we have all the protocols. You know, yeah. we're six feet away. Everybody's got a mask in indoors. But uh, you can't tell if the students are like smiling during your lecture. Oh, or you can tell. Can you, I, I, still tell? There's, uh, you can you can tell the head. Okay. Bo- I'll tell you what. I'm I suddenly like <laughs> I feel like I've been released, and I'm and like doing all these hand gestures and yeah. Because usually the face is enough, so now I'm suddenly like becoming like gesticulating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's a good thing. Huh? It's 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 been fun. Yeah. It's d- been you great. have to find different ways to communicate. Right? We have some students are online. You do. You have yeah. to find. You have to. You have to crinkle your eyes to uh, <laughs> to, to show you're smiling. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah. We don't have to wear them during the broadcast. That's one of the things our governor said. That's one of the exceptions during broadcast. You don't have to wear masks, so you get to see all of our smiles. And Dr. Malloy does better for worse. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> which lead, which leads me to saying that you know, Diane Xavier, I got I, I commend her every show. She does a great job on face on social media. And if you go to YouTube, Twitter, uh, Facebook, you'll see behind the scenes all of us. Diane puts up pictures that kind of correlate to the things that we're talking about. Uh, the little uh, password, what is it called? The the uh, whatever you you do at GRN online for any of those, and you get right on in. And uh, also joining us uh, as always behind the glass. Socially distancing from us is Cecil Anderson. How are you doing, Cecil? Good morning. I'm doing well. Thank you. Yeah, good to see you. And uh, Alex Trevino, who is uh, the creator of, uh, among many other things, uh, Mission... I was going to say the creator of, <laughs> oh, children, <boy. laughs> of children, but that sounds really weird. But uh, yeah, I mean, you've yeah. got a couple of kids. You're married. You, <laughs> yes. Uh, and, yes. You're, and you're like the procreator. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I, I was just thinking it's more important that we procreate children than uh, what, what we do professionally. Turning red now. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's going in the blooper reel, Dave. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. But anyways, it's kind of an good. awkward introduction, yeah, but welcome. No, it's okay. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Yeah. Last segment, uh, we're going to be talking about Mission 180, which my family has been blessed by. And you're going to be giving away some rosaries. I will be, actually, with some friends of mine from uh, No Heart Untouched. They make these beautiful, custom, handmade rosaries in the colors of Mission 180, blue and gold. So Nice. All right. Cool praying and branding at the same time. Now, we're, <laughs> we're heading into Labor Day weekend. I asked everybody before the program, except for Dr. Malloy, about yeah. uh, uh, what is Labor Day? What is it all about? And uh, the significance. I think a lot of people, including myself, I looked it up this morning, don't really understand what it's all about. It, what does it mean to you? I mean, Labor Day. Do you, do you know the background? Because I... No. Okay, well, funny you'd ask. Well, you didn't ask. But, uh, <laughs> Dave, what is Labor Day about? Uh, thank you, sis. You're welcome. Uh, federal holiday celebrated the first Monday in September to honor and recognize the American labor movement and the works and contributions of laborers to the development and achievements of the United States. Beginning in the late 19th century, as trade unions and labor movements grew, trade unionists proposed that a day be set aside to celebrate labor. So yeah. there, there you go. So it, it, that's what I was suspecting. So the, the church has a um, a feast in May, yeah. and it's cut to counteract the Marxists, yeah. right? So they're all labor, 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 but in a bad way. And right. so... And that we, that would be May first. Uh, yeah, I believe feast so. Feast of Saint Joseph, yes. right? One of his feast Joseph days. the Worker. The Worker, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, so this is our secular U.S. you know version of of, yeah. uh, of that honoring the workers. And I wonder sometimes, you know, if if, the people, if people don't really understand what it's all about, and maybe it's lost some of its significance. Uh, you know, everybody enjoys the day off, and so I, I guess that, and I guess we do want to celebrate labor, but a lot of people more and more are having to work on that day, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of the retail and everything. So, anyways, uh, fall share 11 days away, oh uh, Tuesday, September 15th through Friday, September 18th. Celebrating 20 years has been the theme all year, uh, so that's going to be uh, the theme. And I just want to say, as we promote the share coming up, I was thinking about this, in the last six months... Of your life, how many areas of your life have remained unchanged? Mm-hmm. Like uh, your job has changed, your worship has changed, your kids' schools has changed, going to the grocery store has likely changed. But think about it. Catholic radio hasn't really changed. You don't have to wear masks when you listen. You don't have to socially distance. It's always there. Nothing, nothing has changed. So I think that's one of the cool things about Catholic Radio. It's like the one part of your life the last six months that I don't think has, has changed. I mean, am I wrong? Uh, what, what, what has changed about Catholic Radio? Nothing. Right? More listeners? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to think so, but fewer people on the road, you know, commuting. So that's, that's true. Yeah. So we, uh, all the more reason if you do listen, uh, please, please support us. I spoke to a young man yesterday, did an interview with him, 15 years old. The kid has started a YouTube channel of evangelization for young people. And the guy is just on fire for his faith. And the reason I interviewed him is that when he, three years ago, his parents were taking him to soccer practice and they'd always have Catholic radio on the, on, uh, in the car. He started listening just because his parents had it on, fell in love with it, listening to Catholic Answers Live. He's from San Antonio and all these different shows. And now he's out there actively evangelizing That's awesome. with his own YouTube channel. And 15. so it's 15, wow. 15 years old. And so, uh, anyways, that's one of the interviews we'll play during the Shurathon coming up. Uh, all right. As I mentioned, third segment, we'll be talking to Alex about, uh, Mission 180. You'll have a chance to win some rosaries. Uh, we'll talk about Catholic films. Fatima, uh, you know, has now been out for a, a full week. I think it's doing very well. It's got some very positive reviews. Joe talked about it on Monday. Uh, second segment, we're going to discuss 
I, I know, the interesting topic, uh, the, some of the rage that's going on in our culture, it's very unsettling to see uh, a certain population, primarily young people, in a portion of that population that's just kind of really, really angry for some reason. And there isn't just one target. There seems to be a number of targets. And so, it may, you know, I don't know that we're going to get to the bottom of it, but uh, what, what's going on? We have a very wide range of ages represented in our group, and we want maybe some people to call in and say, well, what is, what is driving so many young people into so much anger? And how does that affect us as Catholics? And what should be the response? Um, and, oh, and by the way, I, I want to mention that a survey was sent out to everybody on our mailing list a few weeks ago uh, by the Guadalupe Radio Network, and it asked a number of questions about listening habits and uh, when you listen, your favorite shows, you know, that kind of thing. One of the questions was, um, how did you hear about Catholic Radio for the first time? Mm. And so, so I think you, you and Diane may know this because you get the internal memos. But uh, well, how do you think the, the most people hear about Catholic Radio? Take a wild guess. They're told about it by a friend. You're right. Oh. <laughs> Do I get a wow. rosary, a free rosary too? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I, nice. I, 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 yes, somebody said, "Hey, have you heard the Catholic radio station?" Wow. Yeah, that's exactly right. Sorry, Doctor Malai, didn't give you. A- yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say bumper stickers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do we know what the second, second, third are? No. I, I don't know right but, offhand. But it, it seems word of mouth is, is always mouth. number one. Yeah, yeah. So the point being, you know, don't be afraid to get that conversation going. Yeah. At, you know, at at lunch at work or at the water cooler or you know somebody in your neighborhood and uh just say hey do you do you, do you listen to catholic radio so that's that's the number one uh thing so anyways uh nine minutes after the hour now this is jaran alive thanks for joining us 877-757-9424 and uh Cicel has gathered a few news stories that mm-hmm. we could talk about what is going on and don't say nothing's going on Cicel, because i'm not gonna fall <laughs> for that one i know okay, it's busy all right, fine. <laughs> well it's so funny dave i don't know if you would have thought that you know, six months ago, would we be talking about going to a hair salon would be controversial? I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> kind of crazy. But uh, California House Speaker Nancy Pelosi um, has been criticized for visiting a San Francisco hair salon to get her a um, wash and a blowout. And the reason it's controversial is because California's laws still state that salons are not supposed to be open. Um, they just started opening, allowing um, them to open up and have outdoor appointments on september 1st and so she was caught on video not wearing a mask she has one around her neck but she's not wearing it inside of this uh, place which is not legal at the moment um and the salon owner erica kios um has uh was very upset about it because she owns a salon but she has independent workers and that's how this particular um one of the um hairstylists had this appointment and she doesn't think it's fair because she's not been able to be open for the past six months and she felt that it was a slap in the face and she thought they were going to be able to open a month or two ago still hasn't been able to because they specialize in hair dyeing and you can't do that outside mm-hmm. um she says i'm a single mom i have two small children and i have no income so highly criticized um yeah, and a lot of people are pretty upset about it because, considering particularly that Nancy Pelosi's always been very outspoken mm-hmm. about following yeah. the standards. You're absolutely right. So, I mean, yeah, who would have thought a year so, ago that that'd be the biggest story in the news? Is somebody going to the salon? A good, a good, a good head of hair is essential work if you're if you're the speaker. 
If you're the Speaker of the House, yes, Obviously. apparently. Yeah. Yep. The, the Nancy Pelosi's, um, like, someone who's a spokesperson did say that they thought that they were told that it was all right and legal, but apparently blowouts, because if there's, like, one person in the salon, but a blowout is not allowed right now because of, like, blowing germs around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think the, the thing that pertains primarily to us as Catholics is that California has some of the most draconian laws against worship where uh, Governor Newsom has really doesn't allow singing. He, uh, I don't know right. exactly what the law is, but I think it's offensive to a lot of people because it does seem hip- hypocritical to say you got to close businesses, you got to close churches. But when I need my my haircut and my blowout or whatever mm-hmm. that is, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and go in. And I, I think it's 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 a, it's a worthy story, and I think it's also an issue people people don't trust uh, political leaders these days anymore. Yeah, lack of trust. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, I think there has been erosion of trust, and it's not just Nancy Pelosi, but in, an, in a year like, and I know uh, Cecil has another story about uh, COVID and the things that are going on. In a year when you really have to trust authority, I think the whole issue of trust has been eroded, and it just it's not just Nancy Pelosi, and it's not, you know, Trump or Biden or anything like that, but it's something that has been happening over a, a period of time. Uh, I got I got a couple of clips, and these are ones that are familiar, where politicians have just downright lied to us, and and again, over and over, you hear these things, and after a while, you just start. And I think it's a huge problem, especially like I said, in a year like this, when we must uh, trust. You, you, here, here's one. Uh, you know, President Bush back in I think '91 when he said this, and this this really backfired on him. And I'm the one who will not raise taxes. My opponent now says he'll raise them as a last resort or a third resort. But when a politician talks like that, you know that's one resort he'll be checking into. My opponent, my opponent won't rule out raising taxes, but I will and the Congress will push me to raise taxes and I'll say no. And they'll push and I'll say no. And they'll push again and I'll say to them, Read my lips. No new taxes. One of the big reasons he wasn't reelected in uh, 92, was it? 92. Yeah, 92, uh, because he lied. And then, of course, the man who beat him got into his own problem with lying. And here's what, uh, you know, of course, we're familiar with what Bill Clinton said. But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. All right. So two examples, and of course, so when uh, Nancy Pelosi or other leaders tell us how important it is. You know, there was a commentary that uh, on Rasmussen reports, a guy named Brian Jundep said, watch what people do, not what they say. Politicians who say one thing and do another are called hypocrites, and perhaps they uh, they have inside knowledge that the average person does not possess. Uh, since mid-March, we have endured a daily barrage of what he called fear porn from the media, inaccurate or inflated death counts and positive tests were used to justify shutting down the economy, closing businesses, restaurants, hair salons, churches and schools. Masks use became mandatory and those defying any of these orders were called murderers. And so I'm not saying that all the, you know, restrictions were not called for, but when you don't have trust in leaders, mm-hmm. it's hard to figure out what to do. 
you know. And you go back to March, and I think we were all on board. You know, like okay, right. this yeah. it was new. It was new. You know, we yeah. everything we can. We didn't yeah. know what we And the we were two million with. was what we were. Yeah, yeah. two million, but uh, it hasn't panned out to two million, and now it's. You know, if you get rid of the comorbidities, which I think average about two point seven in the U.S., mm-hmm. that people dying, um, not not uh, only with COVID, but with two point seven other yeah. uh, conditions yeah. that would could could cause death. Two point seven, only about ten thousand, less than ten thousand died sim- simply really because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's another story that you had. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, so. my bad. Oh no, 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 no. You're just preview previewing it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, so this week, um, the CDC website was updated and said that for 6% of the deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause mentioned for deaths with conditions or causes in addition to COVID-19. On average, there are 2.6 additional conditions or causes per, per death. That made the rounds on social media. Obviously, a lot of people were like um, kind of frustrated. They're like, what does this mean? Um, this doesn't sound like a lot of people are dying directly from COVID. And now some other people were pointing out that the way that the CDC reports deaths, they lift list comorbidity so that means that like there might have been initially they had COVID-19 and then they got pneumonia and then they got respiratory arrest um and so COVID's like down on the list so what they put down as death is respiratory arrest but they wouldn't have had respiratory arrest without COVID so it's a couple of different aspects you got to look at it from Mm -hmm. but it just goes back into the not trusting we see these numbers and nothing seems to make sense it's not being explained to us and so people are trying to understand why different lockdowns are still happening and yeah. such. Yeah. That's why I think the Nancy Pelosi thing is so devastating is that it, it, it it's another uh notch another knock to the trust that we have in in political leaders both sides of the aisle and uh, I won't I won't get into uh, church related things but there are some things like you know the uh, the McCarrick report that we're waiting for, and right. that, every time, every, day, every, every day that we wait for the McCarrick report, days. yeah, is that right? It's, yeah. Uh, and, it's and been it, two years. It, it's something that sometimes you just have to come clean and say, "Hey, mistakes were made, and it, it's horrible, but here's what happened, and let's mm. move on." And uh, again, that's that's it's a knock at, at trust. I, I do want to mention a few good news things that are going on. As far as uh, did you hear that Catholics in Wisconsin? Uh, will once again be required to go to Mass. The bishops yes, of yes, Wisconsin yeah. have now lifted the dispensation. Yeah. Of course, there's still the usual uh, exceptions. If of you're course. if you're yeah. sick or if you're not able to get there, of course, that's always been the reasonable, case. Reasonable, right? Reasonable ones, but uh, that's really a good news. I mean, I, I like the the fact that now we're starting to find some diocese saying, "Okay, you need to get back. Let's go you know? back to normal." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Florida Governor uh, DeSantis said Florida will never experience lockdowns again. Uh, he said that the, the number of people in Florida hospitalized is down 60% statewide from a July peak. And wow. uh, new cases of coronavirus dropped to the lowest level earlier this week since June 14th. And Maryland Governor Larry Hogan says all schools now can safely reopen. Wow. So you're beginning to see this trend of opening up and some, some good news. Yeah, you know, we yeah. need the good news. Yeah. All right. Any other controversial stories that you can dig up, Cecil? <laughs> oh, controversial? <laughs> Never. No. Um, so a priest from the Diocese of La Crosse, Wisconsin, has had a video go pretty viral in this last week. Um, and I wonder why, because it was titled, You Can't Be Catholic and a Democrat. Oh, I can't imagine <laughs> why that would go viral. Huh? Uh, at all. No. Um, Father James Altman came out pretty strong and it's about a 10 minute long video that now has over 240,000 views 
Um, just basically calling out any Catholic that has voted Democrat, particularly on the stance of that the, pro- the Democratic Party supports abortion. Um, and he says that, quote, when po- uh, politics and politicians act in an immoral way, we must certainly do the duty and obligations to speak up about it. Um, he also called out Father James Martin for speaking at the Democrats and causing a uh, Democratic convention and causing confusion. And he also said, uh, quote, there were a lot of pretenders, a lot of imposters in the past, like 2008 and 2012 uh, elections. A lot of people masquerading as Catholics, lady and clergy alike. But there were zero faithful, faithful Catholics who voted for that um, godless politician who had the audacity to blaspheme and say, God bless Planned Parenthood, the most racist organization on the face of this planet, founded to wipe out black babies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he pretty much laid it on the line, didn't very he? Very yeah. much so. Yeah. Um, the whole nine minutes. Yes. There's one thing after another. <laughs> it was, very it, it, was uh, it just nine minutes, the whole video? Yeah, yeah. Nine, huh? minutes, yeah. nine minutes. Yeah. 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 He, um, yeah I, I don't know. He said, uh, uh, here's a memo to clueless baptized Catholics. You cannot be a Catholic and be a Democrat, period. Their party platform absolutely is against everything the Catholic Church teaches, so quit pretending that you're Catholic if you vote Democrat. So uh, he's pointing to the platform is what yeah. we were trying to yeah. um, right, emphasize right. here. Right, mm-hmm. and I, there are some pro-life yes. Democrats. In fact, fewer there were some. There was, who was the, the, there was an African-American Democrat who spoke at the Republican convention. Mm. In fact, the most recent um, bill that reached the Supreme Court involving life came from a lady named Jackson. She's a Democrat from Louisiana. And so, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I would think you could probably say you can't be for abortion. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. But, I mean, the, it the, is, the, it's the party is very heavy-handy. It's very, yeah. kind of, yeah, heavy-handy. What was he? He was pointing out uh, school choice, I think, mm, yes, uh, yeah. and marriage, and then yes. the abortion. Mm-hmm. Look at this line. He said, repent of your support of that party and its platform or face the fires of hell. End quote. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, well, there you go. <laughs> this guy's laying it on the line, isn't he? Yeah. He maybe, maybe could have been a little bit uh, subtler or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or, or maybe explain a couple of things of what Just, he means. Like, yeah, the issues. The issues. Because ultimately it's an issue because, you know, parties can flip-flop between yeah. what they stand for. Yeah. And currently, at the moment, the Democratic Party stands for abortion yeah. and other things. Yeah. I mean, I, I, could, I think we ought to definitely say you can't vote for, for abortion. abortion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that, a Catholic can't do that. I, I think, think well, that's that, that, that 2002 be. document I was talking about last week, yeah. you know, mm. with, from the CDF. Okay, so the CDF, t- uh, Participation in Political Life, 2002. Uh, look it up. Re- uh, listeners should look it up. It's, it's a great document. Wow. Mm. Was that Cardinal Ratzinger who wrote yeah. that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the USCCB has released Forming Consciences for Faithful Citizenship uh, on their website, usccb.org, and uh, they say abortion, the deliberate killing of a human being before birth, is never morally acceptable and must always be opposed. Mm. That, that's pretty definitive language. Right. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, is actually the, the Catholic Church's doctrines have real implications in the world. Now, but some people are just bringing uh, a smorgasbord of issues. Some are intrinsic evil and some are not. Some mm-hmm. are just pruden- legitimate prudential positions like right. don't have a wall or, you know, this or that. Yeah. Um, and that's a legitimate position, but it's not a mandated position. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so it's not at the same level as abortion. That's right. right. Absolutely. Yeah. But I guess people think when you put 20 issues like that together, that all 20 they diffuse. are equal to right. or more than one issue. Right. Yeah. So that's well, that's, I think it's a strategy. It basically says Catholicism has nothing to do with political life. I, I right. do think it's a deliberate strategy um, to, to diffuse. Real action, real rubber hits the road action. Yeah. Mm. 
And Father Altman also, um, to, you know, had things to say about uh, the priests not speaking out and uh, talking yeah. about these issues directly. And uh, he said, the reason we are seeing the sign of the times is that way too many people do not know God because the shepherds of the church haven't taught them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. He called up Father James Martin by yep. name, didn't he? Yes, he he said that uh, because, yeah, they uh, people will come down on a guy like Father Altman a lot quicker than they will That's right. Father right. James Martin. Yeah, where, he's leading people to unnatural acts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Justifying that that way of life. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, this is GRN Alive. You can see we're just kind of uh, tiptoeing and not really getting on any of the, the really big issues. We're just kind of talking around the surface. No, I'm kidding. We're talking about some of the big issues. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what is the, what's all, all the rage about? Why are so many young people in particular so angry? And I, and I have done a lot of research and I'll share some and uh, get your thoughts. We have a good range of age here. We've got uh, just in our studio here, people in their twenties, thirties, uh, uh, me in my 50s. Yep. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say me and not say what. <laughs> it's like me. Uh, so, uh, we, we'd love to hear from you as well. I don't think there's one answer, but uh, you know, these are people that really need to be brought the good news of Jesus Christ. And there's a lot of anger out there, and it's not being directed towards one group. Uh, it's it's kind of weird. And so we'd love to hear your thoughts on it and what is going on in our country. Uh, this is Jerry and Alive. We'll take a quick break and come back. Uh, phone number is 877-757-9424. We'll be back with Jerry and Alive after this. Is the Lord calling you to be a missionary? Hi, Joe McLean here, and the Guadalupe Radio Network is calling for rosary missionaries to join with the GRN in praying for very special intentions. Would you be one of them? Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Together, we can bring the power of prayer to bear on a dark world in need of the light of Christ. Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Solidarity HealthShare is rebuilding Catholic healthcare in America. We conform to the moral guidelines of the Catholic Church so you never have to worry about your healthcare dollars paying for anything that violates your conscience. From conception to natural death, we strive to serve all healthcare needs, protect human life, celebrate families, and promote the dignity of all people. Join Solidarity HealthShare in restoring and rebuilding authentic Catholic healthcare by signing up at SolidarityHealthShare.org, a sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. All right, we're back. GRN Alive. You want to hear the conversations during the breaks. So sometimes those conversations... <laughs> turn your mics on <laughs> yeah. just casually. Sissel's like, hey, we're going back on. It's like, oh, well, we're, just, we're, just, we're, we're still talking. All right, this is GRN Alive. We want to hear from you. Uh, dear listener, this is uh, one of the reasons we sometimes go guest lists and we talk uh, just amongst ourselves because we want to give you an opportunity. When we have guests, there's really no time uh, really for calls because it's just so busy. Uh, but what do you think about this? What is going on with all the rage that we are seeing? seeing across the country right now. I'm going to give a little bit of a outline and then just kind of open it up for discussion. Take your calls if you want to join in. Uh, is it a spiritual issue? Is it uh, bad education? Is it just bad political leanings? You know what? 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. Consider that uh, the, the, the George, George Floyd... Um, incident, the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis happened on May 25th. Uh, the following day, uh, the, 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 the protests, and I think at that time they were protests, uh, happened, began in Minneapolis, and then within a week they had spread to literally hundreds of cities across America. 
And they got really violent in many uh, of these cities. And the main targets were police officers and what was being described as a fight against systemic racism in police departments and our culture at large. Uh, we saw in Seattle the formation of what was called the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, then became called the Chaz. Uh, yeah, it went from <laughs> Chaz to Chop. The Capitol Hill occupied protests. Six blocks of the city were blocked off and occupied by basically anarchists, until July 1st when the police came in and finally drove them away. Uh, riots broke out in Portland, Oregon, which continue to this day for over three months now. We've seen riots and protests in Portland, Oregon, where uh, life has been uh, disrupted. Last, week in, last weekend in Washington, D.C., five people were arrested for their involvement in riots that started late Saturday night, carried into Sunday morning. Uh, at what was called Black Lives Matter Plaza in other parts of D.C. to protest the killing of a man by police. Uh, Jacob Blake, shot by police, a police officer in Kenosha, Wisconsin, on August 23rd. Riots have been going on there as well. Um, two main groups have basically been attributed to these protests and riots. It's uh, Antifa, which stands for anti-fascists. But I, I, for the life of me, don't know who the fascists are because I don't think there's any political party or anybody in America that identifies themselves as fascists, that's, right? That's the, that's the word you just throw around. Yeah, fascists. Yeah. So, so who are the fascists? I mean, if you're anti-something, it, you know, that, 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 and let, then, me, let me say, if you stand for natural law, yeah. you're a fascist. Right. And that's basically it. Even though you don't, nobody would, nobody, I mean. I mean, if you're a fascist, you're a fascist. Yeah. But if you stand for, <laughs> according to these guys, and that's a right target, but if you're just a natural law person, believe in good old-fashioned values, you're a fascist. Yeah. So that's what they're against. Uh, again, they wouldn't say it that way, but they're against anybody who supports the natural law. Uh, Black Lives Matter is the other group, self-described Marxist organization. Um, and now the interesting thing is the main target initially was police and law enforcement, but uh, other targeted groups have, of course, been anything related to the Confederacy or the founding fathers of our country. We know uh, Christopher Columbus, his statues come down, Confederate statues in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, Jefferson Davis Memorial in Richmond, Virginia comes down, uh, Confederate Monument in Decatur Square in Georgia came down June 18th, Houston city workers removed a statue of Confederate soldier Dick Dowling on June 17th, uh, General Albert Pike, uh, was removed from his statue, Washington DC, June 19th, so you've got the Confederacy that's a target as well. And the, uh, people like Christopher Columbus, his statues have to come down. Uh, George Washington, a statue of him was torn down in Portland in late June. Abraham Lincoln has been targeted. And, of course, what pertains primarily to us here is the attacks on the Catholic Church. Mm. There is a site that has an interactive map of attacks on Catholics, and there have been over 70 incidents so far uh, this year. What's that site? Um, I, I don't, I, 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 I should have that, but I, I don't have it. I found it online, but I don't have it. But over 70 incidents so far this year, uh, St. Unipera has been one of the main targets. Uh, and, and statues and, and of Mary have been beheaded. beheaded. Mother yeah. Mary, uh, parishioners in Toronto just in the last week were distraught after finding Virgin Mary's head decapitated. Uh, in Miami on July 21st, a statue of Jesus Christ at a Catholic church in the archdiocese was beheaded. 
And I think it's significant that they were beheaded for reasons I'll explain here in just a moment. Archbishop Thomas Wensky called on law enforcement to investigate this incident as a, as a, a, a hate crime. Uh, a, a statue of our Blessed Mother had the word idol uh, spray-painted across it in New York, across her blouse. Uh, and I mentioned Unipericera. Okay, so now we got the Catholic Church being attacked as well. You would think that corporations like Amazon, who has given $10 million to supporting justice and equality, BLM and Antifa leaders were outside Jeff Bezos' house with a guillotine uh, on, on at least two different occasions. Okay, this is where the decapitation theme, I hmm. think, is significant. Why a guillotine? Well, because, of course, when you think of a guillotine, everybody thinks of the French Revolution, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Amazon, despite their contributions to justice and equality, is not safe. Target stores committed $10 million uh, to ongoing resources, rebuilding efforts, advancing social justice. They, they, they're, Minneap- they're, they're based in Minnesota. Their stores were ransacked, attacked, destroyed. So it doesn't matter if you're a corporation supporting these causes. You're still going to get destroyed. The Nike uh, um, company was, they were protested outside Portland. They're from Oregon. Okay. That's one of the most liberal companies you can imagine. CNN's headquarters were right. attacked back in June. You couldn't find a more friendly media source than CNN. They were attacked. So what gives? Mayors of liberal cities like Lori Lightfoot in Chicago, Ted Wheeler in Portland, their homes have been the mayor of D.C. who ordered city workers to paint Black Lives Matter in big letters right in front of the White House. Her house was targeted for protest. They're, they've moved to the suburbs. They're, they're going into random neighborhoods. Ted Wheeler left his, uh, his condo complex, left all of his neighbors to fend for themselves, basically. <laughs> yes. They, and burned, I, they burned down his lobby. And I can go on and on and on, but you know, people leaving the Republican National Convention last week uh, were uh, attacked and yeah, threatened. One of the Georgia Democrats that you mentioned, he was, he was harassed. He and his wife. Heavily, yeah. yeah. They had to be surrounded by police. Yeah. On his way home, on his way to the hotel. So that's, uh, that's the background. I don't know who's safe in this, uh, this war with these young people, but that, that's the background. We got some calls coming in, 877-757-9424. Um, what do you think about it? What's the cause? What's creating all the rage? I've spoken enough, so I'll let you guys jump in. I'll jump in real quick first and say I think it was just a perfect storm of being locked down for two months. And that, you know, at first, what we said earlier, it was two weeks, and then it was a month, and then it was a month and a half, and then it was two months. Then you had this incident happen in Minneapolis, and it was just the perfect storm of this is a reason to get out and just, you know, say whatever, no laws or no laws, we're getting out. So I think that, you know, just being locked away for a couple of months, everybody not making money, everybody losing jobs, you know, everyone, an overall depression in this country. Yeah. was It was just the perfect storm that, yeah, I that think so. caused a lot of this. Yeah, so you got you've got that, and you've got like righteous indignation. So yep. we we will admit that you know the, the 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 sometimes the police officers do really bad things, and the Floyd thing was one real bad right. case. Right, right. But that doesn't mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, it's like there's good, there's bad, there's abuse, and there's use. Yeah, um, there was a beautiful moment there for a few days too, where it seemed like the entire country was yeah was very opposed to that and called it wrong and said it was horrible and that cop you know and the three other guys that were there like had to you know pay the consequences for it it was beautiful all over social media on yeah. you know news everything it seemed like the country was finally uniting over an issue yeah and then two days later three days later you see all the riots and kind of destroyed 
any of that progress that we were making. So, yeah, yeah, it's like, because you have an innocent, I mean, yeah, yes, he needed to be apprehended, but you have a, a person whose life was taken, he was innocent, he was not, is not, life should not be taken. Right. His life yeah. was taken. Granted, it might have been inadvertent, like just the, the guy's not, I mean, whatever was going through his mind, but that should remind us of the innocence in the womb. I mean, it should, right. we should yeah. suddenly come around and like have a, have a conversion moment, but we haven't, we've had a rage moment. Yeah. The other thing is there are just nefarious factors. Uh, Anthony Esselin, um, who used to teach at Providence college. Now he's up in uh, Magdalen, I believe he said it's um, guilt when people can't expiate their guilt and they feel that they can't be forgiven. They, they have to, it's too big to bear because we're sinners. And yeah. we do some bad stuff. And if you can't get rid of that guilt, then suddenly you've got to make someone else really guilty. So they're, they're like targeting people and sh- showing like moral rage, totally twisted moral yeah. rage, but it's moral rage. It's, they're not getting paid for this. Yeah, well, maybe it, they it's, are. It's interesting, you say about, it's interesting you say about the guilt because this may be painting with too broad of a brush, but I think almost everything that we see in our culture today goes back to abortion. You got a lot of people that are walking wounded with a lot of guilt, and this is what Rachel's Vineyard uh, retreats try to address. And there's a lot. I mean, because when you're responsible for the death of somebody, yeah, um, and we have it, to say it doesn't, it doesn't go away. And I'm not saying all this is because of abortion, but it seems to be the central issue. And 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 that that we that it's the elephant in the room that a lot of people continue to not want to and talk sexual about. immorality. So yeah. we're our, our our spending is way out of control. Probably many of us spend more than we need to. We're a debtor's nation, you know, um, and uh, so we got a lot of immorality. Mm-hmm. And what are we going to do? Just shove it on somebody. Yeah, get angry about Hot something. Potato let's, around, right? Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. go. To, let's go to the it. phones uh, again. Uh, appreciate your comments. Eight seven 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 five seven nine four two four. Lucy in McKinney, Texas, listening to uh, North Texas KTH nine ten AM is on the line. Lucy, good morning. Thanks for calling. Hey, good morning, Dave. I was calling because I, I was thinking about this um, for quite a while because of what's been going on now, and it, my take on why the rage. It's, it's been decades of uh, indoctrination in our, primarily our public school systems because not only have they taken God out of the schools, even, you know, just to say a simple prayer, you can't, you know, oh my goodness, you can't kneel to say, um, you know, a quick Hail Mary or something before or after a game. Uh, it's, it's just a big no-no. And yet what they've done is they've replaced real religion of of god of worship of god and and in a in a true belief system in our you know in in um a supreme being being like our lord they've replaced it with their own religion of the left and that is you know um so instead of teaching math science um arithmetic um they're teaching a different system of values beliefs and behaviors and what are values, beliefs, and behaviors? But really, they have a foundation in a religion. But they're teaching it from a um, a very bad point of view. It's it's almost like it's almost like how um, Islam teaches their children to become jihadis. They 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 learn to hate, and they learn to to act upon that hate. And so, in our teach in our schools, they're teaching that America is bad that, um, you know, th- there's all this evil around America, that, you know, we're white supremacists, all this, all this awful stuff that they're teaching. And these kids 
you know, it's, it's like a void. They're not being taught properly about God and religion um, by their parents or whoever. There, there's, a la- there's a void, and that void is filled in by... Oops. We, oh, we, we lost her. That I, was a good call. Yeah, that was, I didn't hang up on her. Uh, we, we lost her. But Lucy, thank you so much. Good comment. I, I just want to say that, that she's so right. Uh, you know, it's like a, we're religious people. And so some kind of doctrine is going to be taught. And if it's That's not, right. if it's not Christianity, if it's not faith, if it's not prayer, something's going to fill the void. And I think what she's getting at right. is there's that, nothing neutral. Yeah. Yeah. A right. culture can't be neutral. Bad, right? Yeah. Yep. And so, and that, that's the thing, we need a religion, and we've founded this more and more with the ACLU and the reading of the First Amendment. We just founded it on a getting rid of religion yeah. in all spheres. All right, Lucy came back. Uh, was it something we said, Lucy, that, that you hung up on us, or what? <laughs> rage, <laughs> rage. You know what, I, I have to laugh, because I was, I was sitting there talking away, and I had no idea that the call had dropped. Yeah, well, no, no, I think you were starting to wrap up. We heard almost all of it. Uh, I I think just the last, uh, maybe, you want want to just kind of wrap it up the last 15 seconds or so of what you were saying? Yeah, the the only thing else I was going to add was that I think, you know, you had mentioned a couple weeks ago or so um, about the uh, communist goals for America that was put in the congressional record in 1963. Well, what's going on right now, actually, it, all those goals are being met, and that included uh, what is happening to public schools, um, you know, the taking down of statues. All of these things are in there, and that is, this has been planned. It's not, it, this is not just a sort of a random thing that happened, you know, culturally. It was planned. Yeah, it's, it's like a cultural coup. Um, that, that, yes. that is, that yeah. is, uh, reaching its, its climax. But, uh, thanks be to God. It's, it hasn't happened uh, yet. And so we can still push it back. Uh, Lu- Lucy, thanks so much for the call. Great points. I'll let, uh, you guys comment on Lucy's call. Uh, I'll, I'll keep you on hold if you want to keep listening. Um, okay. So you can listen to the radio as well if you'd like, but <laughs> we got to take a break here in a minute. But any other thoughts on what Lucy said? I like that. I like that vacuum. We need to fill the vacuum with the spirit of Christ. And and we need to organize. You know, these people are organized. I think she's right. There are. It's not that conspiracies are run by one person. There's mm-hmm. kind of a coalescence, but there are organizers out there. We and know that there are community yeah. organizers. Oh yeah. yeah, some of them have it on their resume. And it's kind of like you know, don't push your religion down my throat while we push our religion <laughs> down your throat. Yeah. I mean, that's what's happened. But oh, we need yeah. to wake up and realize that it's happening because secularism is a religion. Liberalism. It needs to be labeled as liberalism. Such. All right, uh, uh, I, I think uh, you got to get your I class. Get moving. So we're going to take a break. Good to see you, and glad things are going. Thanks. at University of Dallas, Have a great going weekend. well. And uh, thanks again, Lucy, for the call. When we come back, you know, we talked about the problem. Let's talk about the solution. You know, how do we evangelize? I mentioned the 15-year-old Andre Sanchez, who's 15 years old. He's got a YouTube channel. He's evangelizing. He's talking to people his age. You know, Sissel uh, has a film degree. Uh, Diane works in media, even outside of this. Uh, Alex, you know, does video productions uh let's just open up a conversation we're going to talk about mission 180 alex's project and how can we reach people with the gospel message of jesus christ we do it with the radio every day but we all have a responsibility we can all do something um and so we're going to take a a two-minute break and come back and talk about that we love your comments and your calls 877-757-9424 and alex is going to give away some rosaries as well i am all right i'm excited i I want to get one of them i do too (laughs) (laughs) all right two or spoken for. We'll be back right after this. 
incredible true story is now a powerful, uplifting motion picture event. Fatima. In 1917, the world needed hope when three children received a miracle. Who are you? I come from heaven. Fatima has now been endorsed by the Shrine of Fatima, featuring the original song Grazia Plena, performed by Andrea Bocelli. Fatima, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now in theaters and on demand. Hi, this is Dr. David Anders from EWTN's Call to Communion. I believe that the Ministry of Catholic Radio is one of the greatest tools we have in the Church for evangelism today. I hear from people all over the world on a daily basis who have encountered Christ in the Catholic Church for the first time by listening to Catholic Radio. Please support the Ministry of Catholic Radio today. Support Guadalupe Radio Network. In two weeks, we will be interrupting our regular programming schedule for a quarterly share to keep your GRN station on the air. Why do we come to our listening family to seek financial gifts? The Guadalupe Radio Network spends approximately $4.5 million per year to operate all 37 stations in the network, or about $515 per hour. We are 100% listener-supported, completely dependent on the divine providence of God, working through the generosity of our GRN family of listeners. We are so thankful that you are part of the GRN family. I want to personally thank you for your continued prayerful and financial support since the year 2000, when the GRN first started in Catholic Radio. This is Len Oswald, President of the Guadalupe Radio Network, with your GRN Family Minute. We are your Catholic Radio. Radio for your soul. All right, welcome back. GRN Live here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And we are down to a precious uh, 13 minutes or so and a uh, really interesting conversation today. We appreciate uh, the calls and the comments. And uh, as we talk about some pretty important stuff, 877-757-9424 is the phone number if you want to jump in. Uh, how are you spreading the good news? What are you doing to let people know? Because, uh, you know, as Lucy mentioned, gosh, as soon as you pull prayer and you know, their faith out of schools, you know, it just... Just, everything just goes to pot. And Alex Trevino, of course, here with me, and uh, he has created a um, an online platform of short videos called Mission 180. It's called Mission180.org. My family has been blessed by it, and we just touched on it briefly last week, but we're going to spend right. a little bit more time on it. Do you want to explain what you're doing? Yeah, of course, and I appreciate the time that, uh, that we're putting on uh, the show for this. So Mission 180 is a series of 180 uh, free Catholic videos that uh, each episode, 180 episodes, uh, touches on an aspect of the beauty of the Catholic faith, whether it's um, a gospel reflection, the Ten Commandments, the Seven Sacraments, lives of the saints, virtues, um, daily you know practical advice, uh, your prayer life, sin. Um, there's all these different kinds of topics where you know when you finish the 180 videos, the 180 episodes, you're gonna walk you're gonna walk out of that change mm-hmm. in a positive way, and um, you know they're high quality, good production values. They're not boring. Um, you know, so they're, they're something that you can do individually. There's something you can do as a family once a week, once a day, every other day, something that uh, a parish leader can send out to their parish, you know, their parish email list. Um, it's something that can be used anywhere in the school level as well. Start your theology class in the first five minutes, watch one of these episodes. There's so many different ways you can use this series. Um, and it's all to, you know, build up the Catholic church, you know, within you first, get Mm -hmm. yourself, 
builds up and then yeah. you can go spread it out to the world. Yeah. That's one of the things uh, I find in myself is uh, I'm a news hound and I get so caught up in the politics and what's yeah. going on and, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. the things that we're talking about uh, that sometimes we need, uh, you know, the, the blocking and tackling, as they say in sports. We need the basics. We need right. to continue to learn our faith and not just you know, look at what's all going on we right. have to, and strengthen our, our kids. And that's what I love about this. Yeah. And, and it's really interesting too, because we have five different priests who, um, who give like 90% of these talks. I jump in there a couple of times as sort of the host just to, you know, check in with everybody every, every 50 episodes or so. But, uh, but the, it's these five different priests. And so you get these interesting perspectives on topics that you probably haven't heard in a very long time. One example is father Thomas from the university of Dallas. Um, the chaplain there, he has three episodes on sin. They're mm-hmm. actually up right now. Mm-hmm. I think they're episodes 50, 51 and 52, 51, 52, 53. Um, and he talks about sin, how, you know, venial sin is more like, you know, when you, when you, when you do something wrong to your friend, it's a simple, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. Mortal sin is, you know, we have to sit down actually talk about this and solve it because if we don't this relationship is broken forever mm-hmm. yeah. and so he's it's it's you know he talks about these topics in a way that are very relatable to teens youth young adults families millennials uh, they don't go over your head it's like he's talking directly to you while you're watching the video and it's not like we are coming in and saying well you know i mean there's nothing wrong with this but you know oh well this saint a thousand years ago said this about sin and this one said this about this it's more like he's having a conversation with you about these topics mm-hmm. that's how all the episodes how we wanted them to be it was like it's like you know, a priest is in your living room for three minutes talking with you about a topic yeah yeah and i know my, my my family and i have sat down and we would do it in the evening we watch them and it brings good gives an opportunity for conversation because mm-hmm. sometimes you know days and days can go by and <laughs> right. you're just busy in the routine and right. the rat race and you like well you know i haven't even talked to my kids about anything substantial uh in the in the last week i just got a text from somebody that said i would like a rosary oh well <laughs> i don't think you get it just by texting i me, can't text so it back to you but yeah so we, we'll, we'll figure me, out the logistics the, of this tell me about the rosary yeah so we, we partnered with our friends at no Heart Untouched. Her name is Alicia Baker. She makes these beautiful handmade rosaries. So we give them away to people who sign up uh, for, you know, randomly for Mission 180 or if we're doing some sort of live stream. We say, hey, we're going to give one away. And so what I want to offer today is everybody who signs up today, I, I see you sign up. I'm get, we're, everyone's getting a free decade of the rosary. Don't mind um, me. Just go on yeah. to they the have website. To say, no for it. So they yeah. have to say <laughs> I love, I love they Guadalupe Radio. Right they right have network. to say they love Guadalupe Radio. Yeah, yes, okay. they have to, they have to give you guys a good review too. And so. they have to mean it. And they have to mean it. Yes, <laughs> we will know. So no, everybody who registers, it's super simple to get an account. Dave, you did yours. Um, it, you just go on the website. We're, we are changing some things on the website right now, but it's very simple. There's a create an account icon on the website, mission180.org. All you do is click on that, leave your first name, last name, email, um, authenticate your account and boom, you have access to the first 76 episodes right now. All right. Anybody today who signs up, gets any, and these aren't little cheapy rosaries either. They're, no. they're handmade. They're, they're very handmade. nice, right? They're beautiful. They're, okay. I, I showed you some pictures of them. They're beautiful. And yeah, Alicia takes the time to, to hand make these. So Yeah. Um, and, and I think I love what you're doing because you're using your talent for the glory of God and we've got to be um, we've got to be very deliberate yeah. in, 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 in spreading the message and something because I the, say the about culture that. needs it. Our last segment right. showed us how bad the culture needs Jesus. Right. And that's something that I want to say about that too is that you know this mission 180 project um you know thankfully we have the backing of the diocese of dallas they've approved of every episode that that's gone online um and it's about bringing people closer to god bringing people closer to the catholic church it's not like i want people to say mission 180 is this this greatest thing in the universe and this thing that's all that matters it's leading everybody to god because obviously at the end of the 180 episodes what matters is what you do with it just like the parable of the talents if you're just going to keep all of that knowledge and you know spiritual wellness that you just filled yourself with for 180 episodes What's the point? Mm-hmm. You have yeah. to take what you have and you know multiply it. 
yeah. and not just bury it under the ground. And so hopefully that's the hope with Mission 180 is that people are, you know, filled with knowledge and history and love and appreciation for the Catholic faith that they they want to scream it out from the rooftops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's what we want people to feel, you know, empowered to do at the end of watching 180 pieces of a free video content. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Mission180.org is the website. Sign up today. You get a rosary sent to you uh, by Alex. Yes. Uh, 877-757-9424. I get emails all the time from people, you know, saying, hey, I started up this apostolate and we're promoting saints or we're promoting this. And one of the things, you know, I, I, I gave a talk for the upcoming Sherathon. And the thing that I pointed out in my talk, it's called the joy of hope, is that God, God inspires people to do different things. You know, mm. if we all were inspired to do what you're doing well then we'd all be competing with you but right. somebody has a devotion to divine mercy and right. somebody may be i'm i'm a, my my thing is the the summa theologia Thomas Aquinas, and, and i didn't right. ask right. for it i didn't one right. day say you know what i've decided i'm gonna no god placed it in my heart and so one of the points i make in the talk that i did is that if god is in, is inspiring you to to promote some part of catholic devotion or the mass or the liturgy or confession or, or what have you there's there's a, a thousand things right more than that then then run with it and go with it. The you big know? thing we do in Mission 180 at the end of every episode, so each episode, just to give you the quick format, is um, the priest has about two to three minutes talking about this topic and you know goes into it and then we, um, everybody you know we pray a decade of the rosary at the end of every episode yeah. just to start instilling the prayer life and what I imagine if you're not used to praying a decade of the rosary every day it's kind of like the gym where you go and you you know you try to lift the 135 chest press oh I can't do it and then after two weeks though you you, you get the hang of it and you do mm-hmm. it so I feel like that's what's happening is a lot of people you know go through the deck and they're like they stop halfway and then they go the other time they almost make it to the whole way and then after a week of watching episodes they, they, they're looking forward to praying at the end of every episode so that's yeah. a huge thing that we're pushing through mission 180 is the power of prayer yeah we have a lot of episodes on prayer as well yeah mm-hmm. i know so you work with uh, or you know deal with a lot of young people you have right. uh, a, a, a group that you meet with with high school kids and all yes. that uh, what is your take or what do you see are the needs for especially reaching out to young people oh boy <laughs> <laughs> where, where to begin <laughs> they, you know we only have like four yeah, or five we got minutes, three right? minutes okay um okay with reaching out to young people well uh, kind of like um, what Alex is doing with like creating media that young people can consume and stuff like that. That's a big thing, I think, yeah. is that uh, we're consuming a lot of media these days, a yeah. lot of it on our phones, just like flipping through and you're seeing little short things. But it's we need to have more of a Catholic presence or even if it's not like directly Catholic, a good good media content that has Catholic themes in it um, from films and televisions. Because if you think about it, young people today more than likely are going to listen to a, uh, an influencer, like a singer, a actress or something, than they would to um, anyone else, really, mm-hmm. if yeah. you think about it. they There's a hold. Um, so we need to be have a stronger voice so that that's coming, kind of combating that. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you think about it, every kid, they're going to be like, oh, well, this singer said I should do this. You know, I should follow this. I should have this belief. Yeah. That's yeah. my thought. Yeah. <laughs> in a very short form, there's so much you can talk about. Yeah, Dave. it certainly is. Uh, that's that's great. And um, just you want to reiterate again what people need to do because uh, again, I love that these are short. You know, right. they're, they're they real don't take brief. up your whole day. They don't take yeah. up. You can watch. Yeah, it's families very can simple. get together in the evening like we were doing and just uh, spend five or ten minutes. Yep. You Give know, yourself pray, ten pray, minutes at the most. Pray, pray a deck of the rosary. Spend then, some time, and you'll probably spend another ten minutes afterwards talk, talking to your about kids it. about right. it. Right. Right. Yeah. Very good. And uh, yeah, so it's very simple. You just go on the website, click on create an account and first name, last name, email, um, 
uh, where you're watching from. We just want to know, you know, what cities are being represented. And, uh, and then boom, you have, you authenticate your account, you verify it through an email with a code just to be safe and secure. And then you have access to all the episodes. So right mm-hmm. now we have 76 episodes online. Um, and they're, they're beautiful episodes. The new ones are really great. So I know we were stuck at 32 for a couple months, mm-hmm. uh, but now we have 76. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll have all 180 on the website. And so what we're also seeing is um, there's parishes that are using Mission 180 as, a, as, a, as video tools. Because right now, a lot of parishes uh, outside of Mass, they can't meet in person. Yeah. They can't have RCIA classes. They can't have confirmation classes. They can't have youth ministry, young adult ministry in person. And so parishes and schools are starving for content that they can pass out, pass around to their communities to build up their communities. And so Mission 180, that's it's a great opportunity to sort of, you know, spread it around to your parish to say, look, this is something that you can use to grow spiritually in your household while you can't really come to church and do that. Yeah. Mission180.org. One of the things that really stands out about your videos is the beauty, the mm. images that you use. It's some of the most breathtaking beauty. I'm, I'm in a little uh, debate with uh, an atheist on uh, my, my YouTube channel right now, and he's like, I, I can't believe in God because I, I don't, there's no demonstration. There, there's, I right. don't see how, how you know, there, no, God doesn't reveal himself. I'm like, Seriously, it's through nature, I mean, it's through the not, stars. You know, I, I said I, I see God. Uh, I mean, the, the the effects of God a thousand times a day, and so right. uh, that's one of the things that really stands about your videos is just the the beauty, and you're gonna it's just breathtaking. And so, anyways, uh, sign up today and you get a free rosary, handmade yes. one, not one of those little cheapy ones no. that come in the mail. These are nice. These are beautiful. Yeah, they're, they're great right. rosaries. Yeah. Well, great to see you, and uh, we're gonna do something really interesting for the Monday uh, GRN Live show. It's going to be, you know, you hear the Houston studio on Mondays, and you hear the Dallas and the North Texas studio on Fridays. We're actually going to be bringing us together for Monday's show. It's going to be really interesting. Like, we've never been on with, because Joe's going out of town, and that's why we're doing it. Joe is going with his family on a, on a trip, and so we're going to connect with Tim and Teresa and uh, have a show that will be together on Monday morning, and so that's going to be kind of fun. It is. And, the uh, crossover. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Finally, we're all getting along with each other. Isn't I that know. nice? And uh, just another reminder as we close out that uh, the Fall Shurathon begins in 11 days. It's uh, Tuesday, September 15th, uh, 7 a.m. Central, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, celebrating 20 years. And uh, we'll hang around for a few minutes after show and uh, con- continue talking about this and bring Sissel into, further into the mix. Thanks for joining us. God bless you. Have a great long weekend. Thank you for listening to GRN Alive from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network. For more faith, fun, and facts, join our email list. Just text the letters GRN to the number 42828. That's GRN to the number 42828. And may your Friday be filled with the joy of the Lord. Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name, blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man, blessed be the name of Jesus, blessed be His most sacred heart, 
Blessed be his most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.